morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, April 10th. On this date in 1912, the British ocean liner RMS Titanic set sail from Southampton, England. It was the ship's first and last voyage across the Atlantic. It would hit an iceberg two days later. And on this date in 1953, the first feature-length 3D horror film in color, House of Wax, premiered in New York. Can you name its famous star? I'll have that answer in just a bit. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center to see how your forecast is going to shape your week. And good Monday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sofi. Chilly out the door this morning. The breeze still up today. We'll see a mostly sunny start. Clouds will increase just a little bit as we head toward lunchtime and into the afternoon. Some high thin clouds will just block out a little bit of the sunshine. High temperatures today go up in the upper 60s, but we'll cool back down pretty quickly this evening. So tomorrow morning back in the 40s, back in the 40s again on Wednesday morning as well. But high temperatures warming up 73 tomorrow near 80 degrees Wednesday and Thursday. We'll hold off on the rain chances till Friday. A few showers and storms right now looks mainly dry Saturday. Sunday holds a chance of a couple of showers and storms. Highs this weekend around 80. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. New this morning, two children are dead and another person is hurt after a car crash in Orangeburg County. The South Carolina Highway Patrol says that crash happened yesterday around 5 p.m. on Highway 178, about four miles east of Bowman. Troopers say an SUV was heading east on 178 when it went off the right side of the road into a ditch before hitting a tree. The driver, a 27-year-old man, was taken by helicopter to a local hospital. The passengers, a 6-year-old and a 3-year-old, died in the crash. Highway Patrol continues to investigate. The State Highway Patrol is also investigating a fatal crash just south of Walterboro. Troopers say the crash happened at 3 yesterday afternoon on I-95, just past mile marker 42. They say a pickup truck went off the side of the road and hit a tree. The driver of the vehicle was taken to the hospital while the passenger was killed in that crash. The Collison County Coroner's Office has not yet released the name of the victim. Agents with the FBI and the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division have been called in to help with the shooting investigation on the Isle of Palms that left six people hurt. That shooting happened Friday afternoon around 5.30 behind sea cabins. Isle of Palms police say a group of high school seniors was hanging out for senior skip day when a fight broke out that led to shots fired. Most of the victims are in their teens. At least one of the victims is an adult who was at the beach at the time of the shooting. As of yesterday, investigators say one of the six victims is still in the hospital in stable condition. It's not clear what school district or districts the students were from or what caused the fights to break out. The Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office is investigating a shooting that left one person dead. That shooting happened just before noon yesterday at a business on St. Matthew's Road. After arriving, deputies found one person with a gunshot wound. Now, details are still limited, but so far no arrests have been made. We'll be sure to update you just as soon as we learn more. The Dorchester County Sheriff's Office is investigating after they say a man was shot while walking in Archdale. According to the Sheriff's Office, Dorchester County Dispatch got a 911 call a little after 10.30 p.m. on Saturday. That came from a mother who said her son had been shot by a stranger while he was walking in the Shagbark Trail area of Archdale. Deputies and EMS treated an 18-year-old who'd been shot in the foot. 
At this point, a spokesperson for the sheriff's office says the victim is not cooperating with their investigation. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office is investigating after a man says he was shot while sitting in his car. Deputies arrived at the scene on Highway 78 near Ladson Road just before 2 a.m. yesterday. They say they found a man who told them a stranger had shot him while he was in his car. It hit his shoulder. The victim was taken to the hospital. That investigation is ongoing. And in another shooting, the Charleston County Coroner's Office has identified the man who was shot and killed in a parking lot of a West Ashley grocery store. A 34-year-old Somerville native, Hayden Smith, died at that scene. Officers near the Publix on Sam Rittenberg Boulevard say they heard gunshots around 8.20 Saturday morning. Upon arrival, they found Smith laying in on the pavement with a gunshot wound. Charleston police continue to investigate and say that there's no threat to the community. Anyone with information about this incident is asked to reach out to CPD. A new Masters champion is wearing the coveted green jacket at Augusta National. But before we tell you about this year's winner, our Raphael James tells us about one amateur player and his tournament experience. Sam Bennett did not win the Masters this year, but you couldn't tell that by looking at him walk up the fairway. He was all smiles. The Texas A&M amateur stole the crowd here at the Augusta National as he walked up the 18th fairway. Bennett lost his father to Alzheimer's about two years ago. On his wrist is a tattoo of one of his dad's sayings, don't wait to do something. This something he did was extra special. You know, I've seen how, you know, the top dogs kind of play and, what they're made of, so I think I can, you know, hang in with them. It's cool playing the Masters on Sunday. I mean, that's what every golfer dreams of, and I was just happy to be able to, you know, do that. As for his expectations for the future, Bennett will be playing in a tournament with his school, Texas A&M. But in this tournament, he'll have to carry his own bag. In Augusta, Raphael James, Live 5 News. Cool story there. Well, 28-year-old John Rahm of Spain won a marathon tournament yesterday afternoon. He overcame a four-shot deficit to win the Masters, closing it out shooting three under 69. This is his first Masters and second ever major championship. The Charleston Open also had a new champion. Yesterday, Tunisia's Ons Jabur won the championship match with Belinda Bensik. Bensik won the tournament last year. This is Jabur's first victory in the United States. While accepting the trophy, she said in part, I wish every tournament is like this, every tournament is like this, really amazing, and I hope I can come back. Now in your basketball news, four of USC's star women's basketball players could be heading to the WNBA. South Carolina senior Letitia Amahir, Bria Beal, Aliyah Boston, and Zaya Cook have all been invited to attend the 2023 WNBA draft. Forward Aliyah Boston is projected to be the first overall pick, and guard Bria Beal is predicted to be the seventh overall pick to the Indiana Fever. The four seniors helped USC win the 2022 National Championship, three SEC championships, and have three straight NCAA Final Four appearances. The draft will be in New York tonight at 7. The Charleston River Dogs 2023 season is officially underway. Since the team was on the road this past weekend, they want to make their next few games at Joe Riley Park extra special. Opening night at home is set for tomorrow night, giving you your first chance to get a look at the two-time defending Carolina League champions in action. The next day, which is a wild card Wednesday, will include a concert 
tour themed t-shirt giveaway for the first 1,000 fans at the Joe. And then you got Thirsty Thursday, which will consist of $1 beers and party games on Ashley View Pub. If you can't make it next week, don't worry. The River Dogs will be bringing fun to the Low Country all summer long. Looking ahead to the end of the month, the North Charleston Police Cops Athletic Program will host a special event for young student athletes. Now, the Elite 100 Football Showcase is open to 8th graders and high school football players. That event is scheduled for April 23rd from 8.30 in the morning until 2.30 in the afternoon. It'll be at Dorchester District 4 Stadium on West Montague Avenue. The camp gives high school football prospects the chance to show off their talents and skills against fellow elite high school football players from around the region. Top performers from each position group will earn an invite to the All-American Challenge. We have a link to register on LowCountryWeekend.com. Running for a reason to honor their grandmother who passed away from Alzheimer's disease. A Charleston dad and daughter are heading to the Boston Marathon next week to do just that. Emily Johnson spoke to the duo and tells us about the impact they're hoping to make. After fighting a 12-year-long battle with Alzheimer's, Marilyn Pardis passed away on Marathon Monday last year, minutes before her daughter was running in the Boston Marathon. All day long, I could feel, because I was up in Boston for my sister, I could feel my mom tapping me on the shoulder, said, look, you need to be here next year, honor me, the first anniversary of my passing. She really got me to the start line, and I know her and my mom will get me to the finish line. Team Partis is currently the top fundraising group for the Boston Marathon, raising over $100,000 to help fight the disease. Ten years ago, he said his dream was to run with one of his kids and do a marathon. And so it kind of just, it's like she planned it. When Marathon Monday comes on April 17th, the Partis family will have Marilyn and her legacy in their hearts. In Charleston, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. With spring break beginning for many schools this week, some families may be getting ready to pack up the car with their children and head out of town. But MUSC is reminding parents of safety precautions to keep in mind as you go to buckle your child up. Emily Zuhowski joins us live from downtown Charleston at MUSC Sean Jenkins Children's Hospital. She brings us more. Good morning, Emily. Guys, MUSC is reminding parents of some safety precautions that may be overlooked when securing your child in their car seat and also to make sure that your child is the right size for that car seat. MUSC's Pediatric Injury Prevention Coordinator Mary Beth Vassy says height, age and weight play into the transition of car seats, which parents may be unaware of. She says in the state of South Carolina, a child must remain in a rear facing car seat until they are at least two years old. Vassy says as of 2022, 30% of about 150 children who came into MUSC for motor vehicle crashes were not properly restrained or restrained at all. Bassey says her car seat safety class is offered the second Tuesday of every month at MUSC, which also offers free car seat checks to help parents have a better understanding of when it is time to move their child into either a front-facing seat or a booster seat. She says the most common car seat safety problem parents face is being able to tell when it is time to transition their child. Bassey says parents should follow a five-step seat belt test that children should pass before they can use a seat belt without a booster seat. Those five steps are first, seat belt crosses between the sh child's shoulder and neck, laying flat on the collarbone. The child's back is flat 
flat against the seat. The lap belt is as low as possible on the child and it should touch the thighs. The child's knees are bending comfortably at the edge of the seat and the child's position can remain the same position secured appropriately. With the misuse that I've seen, especially here in the low country, um, a lot of times we see that the seatbelt is used on a child that should be in a booster seat or still in a car seat. So premature transition is very common. Um, and we are trying to kind of work on that, spread the word that, you know, we want kids to be in their car seats as long as possible. Bassey says it's also important to pay attention to expiration dates, which are usually six to ten years from the manufacture date. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Emily Zuhowski, Live 5 News. At the top of the show, I mentioned House of Wax, the first 3D color horror movie, which made its premiere on this date in 1953. Its star was none other than horror favorite Vincent Price. He appeared in more than 100 films and has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, one for film and one for TV. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, actor Steven Seagal is 71. Actor Pete McNichol is 69. Rapper Q-Tip is 53. And actor Haley Joel Osment is 35. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with morning, y'all. Powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News. Low Country's News.